Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Horror Movie News. Today, we have Sandmen, Snowmen, and Deadmen. All of this with a special guest. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Movies make the cycles more creative. I like that. I like that. I think uh, I think it's it's a it's a true statement that mm-hmm. will never stop being true. Sure. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Yes. Welcome to uh, Horror Movie News. This is episode four. We're almost to the big Please. five. That's okay. We'll be there oh, next week. Gonna be five. Oh, Yay. that's amazing. We're dressing up, right? I planned yes. for that, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I might be reprising my role as Antonio Bandito, but we'll see. Um, hey, do it. Um, but let's get to introductions. My name is Anthony Becerra, and you can find me everywhere at Tony B. Dead. But I'm actually alive. But Dead is spelled with D-E-D. And Look how excited you are. You're like, <laughs> oh, I'm so energy. excited. Ah. <laughs> hey, how's it going? My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And a quick little shout-out to Espionage Cosmetics. I have these nail wraps called Dead Inside, and they're uh, chain link fence with zombies. I'll take a picture so you can look at it, and we're going to give away a pair of nail wraps as well, so stay tuned for that. Ooh-wee. And one more really tiny quick one, because it's a tiny, cute little necklace by uh, Grace and Peonies, so I'll t- post a picture of that, too, so you can see it better. Oh, nice. Is that a feather? Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. Carrie's just rocking it today. You know. Hey guys, I'm I bring old. it for this show. <laughs> <laughs> you're making me look a little like you're No, you look cool. Stand- you got your no, walking no. nail shirt. You're standing me up. Hey, so wait, I'm, I'm nails and the shirt. Yay! Oh, we're, cohesive. <laughs> we're cohesive. Um, hey guys, I'm Oliver Jenin. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Right on. And I forgot to actually bring a shirt today, so I'm repping <laughs> Company After Buzz. Yay. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so yeah, later on we're going to have a special guest. Um, the specialist of guests that uh, was unable to join us because of def- uh, de- uh, technical difficulties last week. But that's all right. We got it this week, and it's going to be great. And you can find us everywhere on the popcorntalknetwork.com, or just Popcorn Talk Network. Um, YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network and also our personal uh, sh- the show uh, Twitter at Horror News PTN alright follower numbers are going up yeah. I was like yay I know that's great excited there, there's like people sending us stuff like hey check it th- check yeah. this out and they tag us in it like, oh, if you got cool. horror stuff reach out man yeah I'm down for that and ladies and anybody in between yeah. Yes. So you guys know how we 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 usually do the uh, I guess like a week a recap of uh, what whatever movies we saw or every, anything mm-hmm. horror related that we saw in the past week. Um, I would like to give it a name, and so I always like the idea of uh, saying like a stare into the abyss. So for okay. short, would be like into the abyss. Sure. So we, every time we watch a horror <laughs> the movie, abyss it's, of it's, the movies. yeah, exactly, yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes it can be abysmal, but that's okay. Ha ha! <laughs> oh, these puns. Yay! All right, so uh, so that's our first segment for now, and uh, we're gonna start off with. Uh, I'll start it off actually. So this week, um, I did watch Dead Snow. Yay! Yeah, uh, yeah. It, for the first time, it was quite the treat. It was gory. It was funny. It was campy and just. It was so good. <laughs> but it's the perfect kind of campy because they know no, it. Yeah, they're they conscious go with of it. it. Yeah, like, exactly. Yes. They it's uh, so fun. They grab the campiness bull by the horn and they <laughs> and they wrestle it down and it's quite the delight. If you haven't seen Dead Snow, um, definitely check it out. I believe I I rented it on Amazon. I couldn't find it anywhere else for free or as in like Netflix. Why mm-hmm. they I know it was running on Netflix for a long Used to time. Be, yeah. yeah. 
And if you if you do check out that one, you should also go ahead and check out the next one, which is uh, Dead Snow Two: Red versus Dead. And I believe so there's fun. Russians involved. That's why it's Red uh, versus there's, Dead. Well, there's also a tank and yeah. more zombie Nazis. It's like twenty times like bonkers <laughs> in the original. Wait, which, I was gonna say, wait, I, did you know it, it involves Nazi zombies? It's well, not. It's legit Nazi zombies. Yeah, yeah, I can see by the photo for sure. I have, I've yet to see this, but I, I think I need to it's see like it now. T- but why is there no tank in the first one? Um, uh, because they're at like this resort area, and uh, it's the mountainside, and so it's like limited. But the okay. other one, they go to like a museum or something. Okay. I forget the details. Oh, like a war museum. Yeah, museum? there's something that like mean, they I, had a war museum. <laughs> it's it's that's great. They take the craziness of the first one. They're like, let's let's do more. You could definitely like see that. Well, I've seen bits of the second one, so like you could definitely okay. see um, the budget budget was definitely higher for the second it's one. So fun. It's so it allowed them. It was like Death Snow's like Evil Dead One, and then Death Snow Two is like Evil Dead Two, where it's like the the the, the budget just it's huge and it just goes even wilder. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, I I like to. <laughs> it's not. This is not for uh, a death of the week, but it's just a really cool, great death. I would like to show. Um. To pre- preface this, um. The character you're gonna see is actually the horror. I guess not a horror film, but like a film buff in the movie, and he's always dropping these uh these little uh, lines about like horror movies and whatnot. And he's like, how many how many movies have you seen? One of the lines he says, it's uh, how many movies have you seen ab- ab- about a bunch of friends just going and heading into the cabin? And mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, this guy, I like this guy. <laughs> and then uh, you would assume what what happened to me once I saw this. Um, so go ahead and roll that. Okay, so this is essentially you, Anthony, right? This is essentially, yeah, this is, yeah. And unfortunately, um... Uh-oh. He's, they, try, they try to save him. You oh, know, they this put is in not looking good. Somewhat of an effort. They're not really... Uh, oh, 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 there okay. goes the eyes. There goes... Oh, okay. And they're... Oh, oh wow. And... Egg. Oh. And they just split his head open, and his brain comes out like a flipping egg, dude. And then there's just wow. this silence. Well, they kind of didn't really try. Did you watch so. it in Norwegian or was it English? No, I, no, I saw it in uh, subtitled. Oh, it was yeah, subtitled. Yeah, I, I saw cool. it subtitled. No, it was much better. I mean, I, I personally don't mind subs. I, I, I watch anime and that's where yeah. I learned to mm-hmm. read fast enough to I read. Know you like- <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was Sweet. definitely quite the treat. I actually saw it with our engineer, Steve. Steve, go ahead and what, what did you think of the, sh- of the film? Shout out. Woo! It was brilliant. <laughs> Yay! Right? I saw, I saw the second one on Netflix like two years ago and I was just completely blown away being an Evil Dead fan that I am and just the zaniness of it all mm-hmm. <laughs> oh it was such a good ride right on you're welcome thank Anthony. you yeah thank you Carrie <laughs> and so and then uh, you can go ahead and uh, hit us with what you've seen well, what you looked at the way Dead Snow also came up is because Snowman came out this weekend mm-hmm. <sighs> oh. that's what yeah. I've heard that's really? what I've heard it wasn't as horrible as everyone's like, oh, it's horrible. And like, it wasn't like that. It just was kind of like, meh. Mm. Like, it just felt like it had so much potential and it just didn't deliver enough. Mm. It was, it had moments of being a thriller. Uh, there's only one edit that really bothered me because some people were like, oh, the editing was bad. Only one edit. And it's funny because uh, Box Office Breakdown, Frank was like, I totally agree. It's a moment where he's he's an alcoholic and the main character and he's looking at Michael, a bar Michael Fassbender's yeah. character okay. uh, so he's looking at a bar and then it cuts immediately to him on the ground passed out and you're like D- is this a memory did he go in and go drinking I don't know that was the only edit in the film that I really was like oh you didn't have enough time because then there was a rumor or maybe truth that the director of Snowman didn't get enough time to shoot everything he wanted yeah, to I was, uh, yeah I heard about that too so yeah. I don't know it j- 
wait for it to come out later. Mm-hmm. I just, it was very disappointing. And then I thought about it. I'm like, wait, there's some really good Norwegian films. And the funny thing also with Snowman is it's a movie set in Norway, and they go to Bergen, and I've been to Bergen, so that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, I'm like, right. But I didn't go in the snow, so I was like, thank God, I went in the warm weather. Um, no, the, the thing is, it's weird because it's this movie about these Norwegians, and 90% of the cast are British, German, or like Irish, or a mix thereof. Mm-hmm. So I was like, where are the Norwegians in this Norwegian movie? Uh, kind of weird. Hmm. Like, you know, it's like an American movie and we have all a bunch of British people playing Americans. You're like, wait a minute. Uh, so then I was thinking, like, wait, there's some really great Norwegian horror films. So then I was talking to Anthony about Dead Snow 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, we're going to be talking about Troll Hunters in a minute. Um, and then also in the, uh, not Norwegian, but Scandinavian films too because then we'll have let the right one in. You'll be talking about that. Uh, And then uh, as well as um, Rare Exports. Because that one's in a couple countries. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, that's a great Christmas horror movie. Trust me. It's it's much better than Krampus, too, as well. Uh, And then the other one, too, that is available on Netflix, so that would be my crypt recommendation in a way, is... um, Oh, wait. So uh, we're kind of getting to that too, but yeah. but it's right. keeping it's in okay the Norwegian is tall. <laughs> it's T H A L E, and it translates to tail. And it's tall. so I've heard good. of this one. I haven't so seen it. I think I've heard it. Yeah, well, I've heard it from her. But and it's um, yeah, it's just these guys clean up like after people die, and they find some lady in a basement, and there's a lot more to her than appears. Oof. We'll just start with that. All right, nice. that sounds. Got me hooked right there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Oliver, take it away. All right, well, mine's actually not Norwegian, unfortunately. I was a bad boy. I didn't get to watch any movies this weekend. But I was like, hmm. Scandinavia. Scandinavia. What else is there? Oh, Sweden. So there's a Swedish horror romance film that you might know. Have you guys seen Let the Right One In? Only original. Only original. And there is the remake starring Chloe Grace Moretz. It was like shot for shot. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I think the remake was a lot more. Uh, a little censored than the original. See, that's the um, thing. I don't like when people do that. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's also just kind of American audiences are mm. more, they're more cautious about what they show the youth or normal, mm-hmm. what the youth can get their hands on, especially with, you know, violence and mm-hmm. sex and whatnot. Um, but the synopsis is very simple. It's Oscar, an overlooked and bullied boy, finds love and revenge through Ellie, a beautiful but peculiar girl. That's on IB- IMBD. Mm-hmm. And it features a new take on the classic vampire using adolescence rather than adults as the main focus. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, how many vampire films, you know, use adults and teenagers? I think this one was... Mostly. Like, uh, Interview the Vampire has Claudette, but oh, she's, yeah. she's a secondary Kristen character. Dunst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is also a really good film. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch that. <laughs> I think it's, um, one of my, it's one of my favorite, like, vampire films. Mm-hmm. Too. Me too. And Tom Cruise is in that. Wait. Weird as a blonde, Gosh, and like good for him. Yeah, he's and, and Antonio Banderas. You guys know I'm not. A Wait, just to be TC clear, I'm fan. talking about let the right one in because it's kind of like, it's like vampires. Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, I, I haven't seen that, that one. You're saying Interview the Vampire. But <laughs> no, wait, you haven't seen Interview the Vampire. I haven't seen that one yet. No, I haven't so gotten around good. to that. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. And also, good. um, uh, who's the reporter? Um, who's Christian Slater's in it? Christian Slater. Okay. I think. Yeah, he's the one who's. Brad well, Brad Pitt, too. Christian yeah, Slater's yeah, yeah. the reporter, like, oh, yeah, talking, yeah, yeah, taking right. the story down. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise yeah. one of the leads, right? And Tom Cruise is weird as I remember it being such a long movie. I haven't seen it in years, honestly. Yeah. That's anyway. cool. Um, but, yeah, um, it presents a dark, horror, cold mm-hmm. atmosphere that relates to kind of, like, the Norwegian standards. Mm-hmm. And But also, I think it's really intimate because, you know, you, you're only focusing really on these two these two children. These mm-hmm. out, well, um, and I don't know. I think that's just very... Something about this movie that I think is just very... 
soft yet dark at the same time. And there's mm. also a very, very kind of humorous scene involving cats. Do you know what I'm talking about? Cats, oh, for some yeah. reason in this movie, just don't like vampires. And That's I think you guys right. need to see this movie and watch that scene. But yeah, or you can watch the remake if it you was want. Pretty, it was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, I think it was really funny. I love cats, and I love seeing cats go badass. <laughs> but yeah, check it out, even though it's not Norwegian. Right on. And then moving on along, uh, just an honorary mention. Uh, I, I, lo- I personally love uh, the movie Troll Hunter. So good. Um, it is Norwegian. It is in subtitles, but it's it's um, it's it's shot like a mockumentary, mm-hmm. fo- like fo- fo- yeah, it's, okay. it's like a fake documentary. And then um, it's funny because like when I first saw, it, I was like, they're not actually talking about trolls, right? Like you know, I was like, we're not actually gonna see a troll Dude, here. You go to Norway, they have troll stuff everywhere. <laughs> Do they really? Everywhere. Really? Yeah, like every shop sells it. It's like part of the mythology. Oh All the postcards have it. That's amazing. That's cool. That reminds every- me of like Roswell, New Mexico, how they have like a oh, bunch of aliens. aliens. Yeah, they embrace that's the so alien cool. yeah, culture. That's, like- that's yeah. But like in the film itself, I was, I was so shocked when you actually see when I'm just like. What? Like, like, it's like ten times just like grew in size, and I'm just like I'm in like this movie because I was just like no way because like how real it felt and just like Mm -hmm. you know how like grounded it all is and everything and like oh they're they're talking about just maybe like this big animal or something and next you know no like legit trolls that get frozen by oh get turned to stone by UV light and sunlight Mm. and it's just such a fun such a fun uh, fun movie and I believe it does go into the troll lore. Um, I don't know to what extent, but there is a part where, like, um, what is it? It's like, do you believe in God or do, are you a Christian or something? Because they can smell your. Uh, uh, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, trolls can smell your religion. Oh. One of your, if your your faith, your faith, yeah. And if sure. you're not true to it, they will smell you out. Yeah, which is very weird. I don't know. I'm uh, guessing that's what well, comes from like some sort of folklore. I'm not sure. Exorcists, like they can that the priest has the thing of you know that they can the demons can sense like how true you are in your faith and if you're really a believer. So sure. So yeah. So is it bad to be religious? No, it's it's. It. I think it's more if you have. Doubts. Oh, okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I, guess. Right. I haven't seen it. I want to watch that now. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. If you're like a Bible thumper, but you're really like an awful person, maybe. Right, <laughs> like, exactly. You don't really, yeah, yeah practice, okay. practice um, what you preach, basically. So, yeah, yeah so let's, uh, let's get into our next segment. So this segment's actually uh, what we've been doing for the past couple of weeks. Uh, it's uh, The Crypt. So it's pretty much uh, films that we would like to share with everyone and recommend to everyone watching, including uh, our, to ourselves as well. Um, so I'll start first, but also I would like to know... What if Amanda Wise has some? Uh, we can ask her some recommendations as well. So, uh, good old, good old Steve, um, if you can just if you can get her on the line, um, that'd be great. But uh, before uh, as that happens, I'll just go on with mine. Sure. So I did uh, Dead Alive, mm-hmm. and it's okay if you don't have to get the picture right away. It don't matter. Um, so Dead Alive is also known for as Brain Dead, and it was released in 1992, and it's a horror dark comedy. Um, nice. It's actually directed. There's a picture. Thank you, Steve. It's actually directed by uh, Peter Jackson. It's one of his mm, first wow. films, I believe. Yeah, uh, it was. It was also dubbed as the goriest film ever made back in the mid 90s. Yeah, nice. I think that's one I've always seen the cover, but I haven't gotten around to actually watching it. The gore, I, I was about to say, the, the gore is insane. Let me read you the quick synopsis. So it's a young man's mother is bitten by some train. I should have uh, phonetically spelled that. It's a rat monkey, guys. <laughs> no it's way. a monkey with rabies. She gets <laughs> sick and dies, at which time she comes back to life. 
killing and eating dogs, nurses, friends, and neighbors. So it's his his mom. Yummy. His mom gets sick. He gets she gets bitten. Yeah. She dies. She comes back to life. Him being the mama's boy, that he is tries to help, uh, in a sense, help her or just deal with her mm. being this undead creature that's just going. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, oh, cool. Woo. Hello, Amanda. Yes. Hello, I'm Anthony. Uh, we met earlier and we talked earlier. <laughs> Yes, nice, it's to, nice to hear your voice again. Oh, yeah, nice to hear your voice again as well. Uh, with me, I have my co-host, uh, Carrie. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Hi. Carrie. <laughs> and then also Oliver. Hi, I'm Oliver Drennan. Nice to meet you. Hi, Oliver. Nice to meet you as well. Right on. So just to give you context as to uh, where you're jumping in, we're doing this one segment called The Crypt, which is um, we just recommend one film to our viewers and to everyone here at the panel. Uh, just a horror film that you think is worth watching and then just give a little uh, context and a little description as to what happens. And we're wondering if you actually had one off the top of your head, or if not, I could keep going until you think of one. Um, I don't, unless it's one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want. That totally counts. It's, yeah, it's de- more, it definitely counts. Okay. The main uh, pre- the premise we went with kind of was ones that maybe people aren't totally familiar with, or maybe they haven't gotten around to seeing. Uh, Anthony just mentioned Dead Alive, and Oliver and I were saying how We've heard about it, but we've never gotten around to seeing it. So, like, that's a good example mm-hmm. of something we knew, but we haven't seen. Uh-huh. Or something that people are like, oh, I've never heard of that. Right. Oh, my gosh. You've totally stumped me. I feel put on the spot. Oh, my oh, God. No worries. <laughs> we, okay, we, have yeah. a few, okay. we have a few more to go through, so you can have a minute to think if you'd like. Okay. That's All right. Good. So, I'll just continue with mine. So, oh, yeah. it's just, So, yeah, going back to Dead Alive, it's actually his third feature. And it's why I like it. Uh, Again, uh, Steve kind of mentioned earlier, it's one of the... I didn't know that fun fact, but it was one of the bloodiest, uh, goriest horror movies in the the 90s. Sweet. And I literally literally wrote, it's a hilariously bloody good time. Because it's (laughs) so crazy. It's so nuts. Have have you seen this movie by chance, Amanda? Uh, I haven't. I haven't. Who's in it? It's oh man! Do you remember? I didn't. I didn't. Re- I didn't write down the cast because he's. Uh, it was definitely. It was from the '90s, so I, I don't think he did too much afterwards. Um, okay. And I believe it was set in Australia. Australia, I think that's where he's from. Uh, hmm. Peter Jackson. Yeah. So, so it was. Uh, it was an Australian actor. Um, um but that's okay. I'll, I'll try to uh, tweet the details later on. Um, and the reasons why I like it, uh, it's a bloody good time. Uh, it's ultra violent, but it's very fun to watch. Like it's not, it's not like oh, like Saw or like Hostel. Like oh my god, like this is no. It's like oh my god, that's funny. Like you know, like it's, right. like, it's a good kind of violence. Um, if there is such a thing. <laughs> yep. And then oh yeah, it reminds me of the Evil Dead a bit because of like the zaniness and the mm-hmm. over the topness to it. And then right. also, there's a scene where there's a, recre- a very creative use with a lawnmower. And not just, like, a lawnmower, like, like not how you would think. <laughs> like, it's not him pushing the lawnmower. It's him grabbing the lawnmower with the blades up. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I have seen this okay. then. Because I was like, I think I remember that scene. Yeah, there's legit one scene. He has a lawnmower, and he's yeah. surrounded by these, like, zombie creatures. And he just goes to town, and it's brilliant. It's so good. So that was my re- that was my uh, crip recommendation, uh, Dead Alive, also known as Brain Dead, um, by Peter oh, Jackson. Oh wow! <laughs> okay. Um, and what other what other ones have you guys mentioned? Oh, uh, he was the one first so one for today. Okay. Okay. Do you need a moment, or did you have one ready? Or talk about one of yours? We love to hear it. That too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, I, I 
feel so dumb that I can't think of one <laughs> off the top of my head. Sorry, right. like I'm in horror films. Um, there's so many, but I was thinking, okay, this is a super obscure one, Sweet. and it's old timey. So I bet a lot of people haven't seen it. But I, the first play I ever did was called The Innocents, and there's a movie that they made of that in. I mean, gosh, I don't even know when it was, if it was in like the 50s or something. But it's um, it's a really scary gothic horror about this governess and this this um, evil child. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it's very interesting. So I'm going to say huh. The Innocence because I now if you want to scare, it's like a really scary, um, creepy, you know, I think children in horror movies are really creepy. And it's, oh, it's yeah, bad. Yes. Definitely, yeah. But then I think if anybody wants to see an obscure one of mine, they should see Shockma about an irradiated oh. baboon <laughs> with um, me and Christopher Atkins and Roddy McDowell. <laughs> Who doesn't want to see an irradiated baboon kill people? Oh, I know. I want to see that. <laughs> yes, uh. it's very, very fun. It's super fun. And um, we have walkie-talkies, and it kind of takes place during a, a Dungeons & Dragons kind of game. Um, oh, and nice. Shakma, the irradiated baboon who's gone berserk and homicidal. So, I mean, who doesn't want to see that? Yeah, it's, um, yeah, actually, um, in doing research for this interview, I actually did come across uh, Shakma. And um, <laughs> that's actually going to lead into our next segment. But first, I, I do want to get the uh, your guys' uh, crypt real quick before um, we move on to yeah. that. Yeah. Um, well, actually, a new thing that in a way counts because I've been talking to some people and some people are familiar with it but didn't know it was out yet is the Lore show on Amazon. Oh, right, yeah. Um, <gasps> I talked about it a little bit because, oh. yeah, <laughs> so there's a sound of excitement. <laughs> huh? uh, if people don't aren't familiar with it, it is a podcast that's been going on for quite some time, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the same uh, narrator, Andy Menke. Aaron, Aaron. Aaron Menke. It's close. Aaron Menke, and uh, he... There's a show with Amazon, so it's almost the same thing, but it doesn't feel like, you know, redundant. Like you've all, if you listen to the podcast, you don't feel bored watching the show. And they take pretty much the similar format of the podcast, but then they have reenactment segments. Mm-hmm. And it uh, came out October 13th because some people are like, oh, it's available now. And I'm like, yes. Uh, there's about six episodes, I think, on Amazon right now if you have Amazon Prime. I've watched one through three. They're all really good and oh. really engaging. Wait. Are they a um, uh, half hour or an hour? They range. They're about a half hour, 45-ish. Okay. Um, each one's a little different on the duration. Okay. Um, first two, I would say that the reenactments went on a hair too long. Mm-hmm. But in the third one, I like the reenactment a little bit more. But maybe it depends on what the subject matter is. Because uh, I like... I love the... If you're into macabre, history, true crime... Uh, lore or legends mythology it's really cool because it takes things that are you know fantastical but goes here's the real stuff about Mm -hmm. it and is very uh well researched and again just super interesting that i highly recommend it's a really good show and the podcast is cool too. i i totally agree with you i love that podcast and i can't wait to start binging the show oh nice yeah i've actually been listening to the podcast like i usually uh listen to them on the way here to work um, yesterday, uh, like I'm, I'm still like within the first ten. Yesterday, I listened to the one about H. H. Holmes and the murder nice. house. I mm-hmm. believe, yeah, that was a, that was quite quite the, yeah, <laughs> it was a, it was, a, it was pretty hard. It, was, it was a pretty heavy one, but it was good. It was a goodie. I'm going very very slowly, but I'm reading through the book on that, so it just oh, keeps nice. getting weirder and weirder of what he does. 
Yeah, isn't hum- humanity just strange? <laughs> oh, it's so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oliver, hit us. Well, I explained this one last week, but I didn't do it justice just because we were going through technical difficulties. But mine, Deep dive. <laughs> mine yeah. would be The Final Girls. It's the 2015 horror dark comedy, and I definitely recommend this to you guys. If you haven't seen it yet, Amanda, you need to watch this one. This one's so funny. Um, the synopsis okay. is really quick. It's a young woman grieving the loss of her mother, a famous scream queen from the 1980s finds herself pulled into the world of her mom's most famous movie. Reunited, the women must fight off the film's maniacal killer. Um, And the director is Todd Strauss-Jolson. And it has such an ensemble cast. Thaisa Farminga from American Horror Story, Nina Dobrev, Alia Shockett, Adam Devine from Workaholics. It's just a really fun, good time. I totally recommend it. It's so meta. It plays with the horror genre. And, you know, like, the archetypes... The main point of the film is just to really play with fate and, like, fight against fate. Not everything's uh, written in stone. And, like, the mom's character is actually killed off in the film, but when they're trapped in the film, they want to save the mom because she's not typically the final girl. And the final girl actually dies. Spoiler. Quick little spoiler. Not not a big spoiler. (laughs) Not much of a final girl, like You know, like, kind of like the plain Jane, she actually gets killed, but we're trying to save the mom. And it's just, it's such a fun film. I totally recommend it to everyone. Um, but yeah, I'm totally. I could talk here for hours on end, mm-hmm. but I want. I definitely want to talk more with Amanda now. Right on. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, and I just want to listen to you guys because you have <laughs> you're like encyclopedic. And, um, I think it, I love hearing everything that you're talking about. Right. Well, on. we're glad to hear that. Thank yeah. you very much. We're so excited for you to be with us today. Mm-hmm. We're so happy. Yeah. So thank, thank you. Yeah, oh, thank, exactly. thank you. Thank you Thanks so much. for having me. Oh yeah. I mean, we do what we can. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So moving on to one of my favorite segments I like to do on the show, and I think it's a weekly one. We got a we got sure. perfect weekly. Yeah. So we do here, Amanda. Um, we do uh, what is it? Uh, I'm, I'm blanking. We do deaths of the week. It's right in front of mm-hmm. me. So we do deaths of the week. But I like to. Do, I wanted to do. Uh, honorary deaths of the week uh, <laughs> featuring Amanda Wise. So, um, so we show a, a clip of someone pretty much dying. And so, uh, my first clip I want to show is going to be from Shockma, and it's uh, your bathroom death scene. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> so, you won't be able to see it, but you will hear it. So, uh, Steve, okay. go ahead and let that roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Close oh, up no. on her face. Oh. oh, man. I don't trust this baboon. Yeah. There's a walkie-talkie. Oh, yeah! They had this queer, like, like this, like sound effect every time. Look, oh, no. But look how crazy that baboon is going Ooh, on wow. that door. That's so yeah. scary. Like it just goes savage. It's like ah. lock the door. The very scary. Oh my god! It looks so big. It looks. It look, yeah. It's, it looks like about what three, two, three, four feet tall. Like. Don't do it. Four feet tall? Like when he's stretched out? Well, maybe not that tall. He seems that tall. Oh, Oh my gosh. Look how savage he is, though. On the other side of the door, did they have a real one and, like, a fake one? Or what? Do you remember what they used? They had... There there was a real one. Mm -hmm. And then there was different, like, baboon parts that they could use for some of the... You know, obviously, when it had to physically attack a a person. When the hand went out... Okay. Yeah. But that scene where I'm running down the hall, they unleashed him. Like, I literally ran down the hall. Oh, wow. The only direction was, don't slip. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, there you go. Oh, I'm no. I'm thinking this isn't a good idea. 
Oh, hey, and <laughs> Shudder, which we've also talked about them. Yay, Shudder. I don't know if you guys know, they just added all the classic horror um, monster the movies. Un- the universal oh. classic yes. movies? Nice. I know you already bought yeah. the box set, I like, but yeah, I was so right. excited. I was like, yes, because I've been meaning to watch them. <laughs> yeah. That is quite a death scene. I think and that's, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh. Good. That that scene is so, man. That baboon. I Run! Actually, I actually uh, I dug that I that scene. Uh, bananas in the bathroom. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So nice. you, and you were playing the character of Tracy. They didn't have a last name for you, but yeah, it was Tracy. And again, um, yeah. you you prefaced it with. Um, um, yeah, you play a, a game of like you're trying to uh, I believe ascend. Well, from right I read you're trying to uh, ascend a tower. Um, and everyone yeah. had walkie-talkies, and there was a game master who was kind of like guiding you through the tower. But he ends up getting taken out by uh, Shakma, <laughs> and so yeah. it's left uh, you guys to kind of everyone else to kind of scramble and like figure mm-hmm. out what's going oh, on. Wow. Like they think they're oh. still playing a game, yeah. but there's this monkey that's just coming out. And just, <laughs> just, yeah, well, you know, it was, we were all like young scientists students who were you know spending the night in the lab doing mm. um, playing like this Dungeons and Dragons like game and. Um, in this lab where they were doing experiments on Shakma, who, you know, goes berserk. Yeah, so we always, it was, um, that working with the baboon was definitely interesting and frightening. And, I mean, it's a beautiful, they're beautiful creatures. Mm-hmm. And there was a, you know, a baboon wrangler, and he there was electric fences and stuff, which he, like, just ran through whenever he felt like it. I was like, I feel unsafe. But it was it was definitely fun and funny, and we all got a kick out of it. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those really bad. It's it's bad in a way that it makes it good, and that it has like this new life happening that people want to see it. It, mm. it didn't it didn't die a quiet death like hmm. one would have hoped. So I embrace it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, who can yeah. say that they got savagely <laughs> mauled by a baboon? A crazy right? berserk exactly. baboon. Exactly. No one. <laughs> I know. Career Shock made. Bucket <laughs> <Yeah>. list. <laughs> And so that was actually one of two. So I actually have another uh, clip here. Um, I feel like uh, this scene doesn't really need an introduction. No, it so doesn't. I feel like we'll just go ahead and play it. And Amanda, I'm sure you'll be able to guess where it's from just going off the audio here. Okay. Uh oh. Oh. Who could that be? Who could that be? Mm. <laughs> I feel like he's a salsa dancer right there. He's just like, he, just want, he just wants a hug. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Robert. <laughs> Please, God. This is God. Run! 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 You can make it. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Oh. I love that too. How that's all in one shot. I mean, they made they, they had two people just come up. There's one behind her, one in front of her. Oh, it's so cute. Some good running. Yeah. <laughs> Some Thank people you. run really weird on camera. Yeah. So I was like, no, I mean it. I don't know why they always play all around while you run. You shouldn't do that. Right? I know that was that was really gross. I had to run barefoot down. A, oh yeah. A, 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 a dirty alley in Venice Beach, California. That oh. was. I was like, ah. Oh. Where, oh. where the crew had been just picking up needles and oh, things. Oh, God. To... Did you do the little fall there, too? It looks like you do a fight almost with him. Yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. Good job. Thank you. 
I gotta say, this is like one of the most iconic death scenes that mm. personally I have ever seen. Like once, I didn't even know as a kid I saw this, like just this scene in general, and I didn't know where it was from, but it stuck with me like yeah. for the rest. Like I always remember this scene. Um, and you also. Well, you know what? Part of it is that it goes on for like 14 minutes, yeah. so it's, wow. it's really it's indelible in that way, and it's it's also, you know, I don't know. There's something about like the the how the length of it and how brutal it is and that team, you almost think she might get away yeah. right. and you know there's a lot of and we were so you know so young and mm-hmm. and you know it wasn't like Heather and I were you know sex pots we were like these people that you could totally relate to and not that you can't relate to a sex pot but you know what yeah. I mean like yeah. we were like like your sister or something and so I just feel like Wes was such a genius about um, mm-hmm. the way he created the character so that um, he was able to really get people emotionally involved in the story mm, um, as well as visually thrilled by the story and um, I'd read somewhere that all good horror is intrinsically sad and mm. Wes was a master at that yes. like that because it, 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 if the story is such that it can move your heart you're Triply invested in the visuals and the death scenes and stuff. So mm-hmm. I thought sure. that he was really a master at that. Yeah. My thoughts. <laughs> and how? How also I would like to for you if you if you could um, uh, talk about how it was working with uh, uh, Wes Craven. Um. Oh well, he was fantastic, and he was incredibly smart and funny, and um, it was was pretty quiet as far as you know it wasn't super chatty with us anyway because we were kids and um but he was great he was amazing at working with young people I mean I can only speak for myself and you know our group at at that time and was very um he just knew how to talk to young people and really help us help create the story that he wanted to tell and um but he was also very funny (laughs) incredibly literate and erudite and um he was always dressed really nicely i just always remember that like that he, he always he was dressed very nicely he wasn't he was a very he was impeccable in his manners and all that and um you know and and intimidating incredibly intimidating i found him even even now like you know the last time i saw him i just always found him really intimidating <laughs> but funny he was always incredibly warm and loving towards me but um mm. I just, he's, he's sort of an imposing person. Oh. Did he ever offer you any like advice or special words of wisdom for your career? Cause this was like a, this was a defining moment for your career. It was. Um, thank you. You know what? He did many nice things for me. He, through him, I got many other films all through my career, through him putting in a good word for me. And he, he never like, he never actually said it to me, but, he had said to other people, you know, keep an eye on this one. She is, she's an amazing actress. And he really helped me get other movies and TV shows and things. Um, sadly, I never got to work with him again, but yeah. he mm-hmm. was a huge factor in me getting really great roles mm-hmm. all the way up until, you know, he passed. So um, he, he was a staunch supporter of my career Aww. but apparently not that's enough really... to work with me again. <laughs> but... <laughs> but that's Aww. great yeah. that, you know <laughs> but for others he thought that yeah I was, yeah uh, special <laughs> Aww. Aww. very cool that's so sweet 
Um, I wanted to ask, I noticed that you've done, um, you, you did Fast Times at Regiment High, you also did uh, Better Off Dead, but you also go and do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Shockma and other uh, horror films. Um, so was, as an actor, were you always, did you know, or like, did you want to continue horror? Or was there like a specific genre you leaned more towards? Or like, how did that go about? Mm. You know what? It really was that when people have sent me scripts or I've been sent a script to go audition for, I just really looked at the character or, you know, and, and I've ended up that sometimes stories look better on the page and then they turn mm. out to be horrible. Mm-hmm. But I really, you know, for the most part, I mean, there's a couple of reasons an actor takes a movie. Sometimes you just need the money or you're, you're, you really love the character, even though the movie's not so great. But what I found was that through the years and still, some of the best roles I get offered are in horror films, Mm -hmm. horror films and television for the most Mm -hmm. part. So it's, I didn't seek out the horror genre. It sort of found me. And, and in some ways I'm, I'm known in the horror genre, but I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like, I don't know, you know, Barbara Crampton or even Heather, who's my best friend in real life, Aww. or um, <laughs> these women that are my dear friends who are really like their like beloved horror icons. But I know that I have, I'm known in the world and I love it. And I know it's been the horror genre and the horror fans are literally the most loyal, <laughs> excited um cinema lovers Mm -hmm. and so I feel really grateful that it sort of found me actually and I mean even and especially as I get older gosh they write these young writers and they're mostly young writers and filmmakers are write such great roles for women Mm -hmm. and um and 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 you know it happens on television as well which isn't horror which is the other place I sort of I feel at home but um yeah, you know what? I, I I didn't seek it out, but I've really nurtured it, and I I feel really grateful that I landed in this element because just as an actor, I get to do the best roles. And you know, whether it's a horror film or a comedy, like your acting isn't just. There's some technique things you do differently for mm-hmm. a horror film, mm-hmm. but it, you still want to find the truth and the try to make it as real as possible. So you suck people in and then scare them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's actually, that's an interesting transition of horror and TV because then we have Sandman now. I, thank you, Karen. Oh, yeah. Yes, actually, <laughs> you took the words right out of my oh, mouth. Oh, I didn't even do that on purpose. Yeah. Oh, no, you're I'm great. You it's fine. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because uh, you said uh, horror TV genre. So, yeah. So, you just recently uh, came, uh, the Sandman premiered on October uh, 14th, I believe. Or was it, no, the yes. 20th, yeah, 14th. All right, perfect. Yeah, and, um, and then it's going to show a few more times, but I'm not sure of those dates. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, so luckily uh, everyone here at the panel, we saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I, I personally loved it. Um, I love the idea of the, the Sandman and like how uh, the little girl, I believe Madison, how she was able to, to control it and everything. Um, I noticed that you and uh, sh- um, who played Madison, Shay Smolik, were also in The Hatred. Yes. Um, were you guys able to, so you guys were, did you guys work together in The Hatred as well? Did you guys have some scenes together? Yes. Well, you know what? The Hatred, I really just have a cameo in. And mm. it's mm-hmm. such a good film. And I actually highly recommend it to anybody that wants a, 
a good like ghost story that is incredibly scary. The script was so scary. Um, a friend of mine directed yeah. it and asked me to. Wait, did you see it? No, no but that makes us excited. No, yeah, yeah, but... yeah. It's it's really really good, and Shay is just phenomenal in it. As are the other young actresses in it. It's a really phenomenal cast, and uh, the director asked David Naughton and I, who had I also played his wife before in movies and he's a good friend of mine if we'd play the mom and dad in this and I mean there's really I have nothing to do in the movie however it, it I was like sure that'll be fun and I love David and so I met Shay um at, who's just adorable and then um and so you know we took a bunch of family photos and stuff like that and um but I wish I had more to do in the hatred and and I don't normally do cameos just because uh, people are like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see your movie. And I'm like, ah, I don't even want to see it if, just, if it's just for me. Go see it because it's a great movie. Um, but um, so then when Sandman came along and I thought that role was would be really fun to play and try to make something, make it play the, I don't know. I just wanted to see if I could bring that doctor to life in a way that helps tell that story. And plus to work with Shay again and mm-hmm. Haley who's lovely and um I'm a fan of the director Peter Sullivan like, mm-hmm. I, I like his work and and his producers he and his partners they they make uh a lot of tv movies that I like and so I thought that whole thing was amazing but I thought that was an incredibly small world that Shay was in both those mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. and she's I just think somebody to watch I feel yeah. like she's going to be a huge star she's so talented and poised and um, really dedicated, and she's such a you know she's a, a child. Yeah. She doesn't want to hear mm-hmm. me say that, but she's just lovely. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, the hatred. I highly. Oh, there's an there's a movie. Oh, for I'm your crypt recommend selection. The hatred. All right, yeah. all right, perfect. Lock it down because <laughs> it is. It's. I think it's yeah, lock, lock that one in. I finally <laughs> found it. Um, and uh, it's a really good paranormal ghost story, and it's fun and it's scary, and it's a really good cast. Nice. Right on. Um, Perfect. So. Yeah, we but enjoyed yeah, so your the role in oh, Sandman. Sorry, oh no, I was sorry. I was gonna say, yeah, I really enjoyed your role in Sandman, even though it isn't, uh, you know, um, you're not in the film for a very long time, but it's still memorable enough. And then you also mm-hmm. get a, well, do we want to say what happens? But what what happens to you is really cool. Yeah, I like the yeah. way. Uh, like yeah. how that we that, that happened. happened. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I know. Go there's, ahead. There's things I know. Um, I just because you almost said it. I'm in the middle of filming a movie called The Orchard that's also really scary and a really it's an amazing cast of characters. It's Jay Moore, Henry Rollins, Tom Sizemore, Ooh, okay. um, me, um, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, and um, it's hmm. such a good script and I love my role in it. And um, so we were starting one day on the set we were in Kentucky and they said you know man it's your turn come do some behind the scenes stuff for later and I proceed to like just there's a lot of twists and turns in the movie and I like totally laid them out and the guy stops he's like um you can't say any of that for this and I'm like oh yeah duh (laughs) right I just I just told the whole every twist and turn I was like well so I just think it's funny because some those are the most fun things we want to talk about Right, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. 
So yeah, um, so I, I know. I feel like we should uh, put up a spoiler wall and then just go into it though. Yeah, really. Okay, like, yeah. Or bring do down it. the spoiler okay. wall. <laughs> bring spoiler down the wall. Alert. All right. Yeah, let's do a spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> there it is. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, no. We gotta get out, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So. In case you haven't seen uh, The Sandman, you definitely want to tune out before then and then come back. Um, but yeah, if you've seen it, then by all means, stick around. Um, but yeah, so you play uh, Dr. Amanda Elliott in uh, The Sandman. Yes. And I loved how they kept your first name. Um, <laughs> and the way you go out is pretty great. Was that... Well, was that actually? Was that, it looked like what? What would it be like? Cinnamon in your mouth? I was coming. I was, I was looking <laughs> yeah. like sand. Oh, that was smart. Yeah, it was something like that. It, it might, I don't know if it was cinnamon, but it was. What was it? Like some sort of spice I or something. I can't remember now, but but it was something like that. It wasn't quite as spicy as cinnamon. But that I can't, <laughs> okay. can't think of what it was. Cardamom or something. That, I mean, that would make me choke. For sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know it, and I literally was choking. And oh my like goodness! Gallons of water that I'd like wash it down with, and then <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like explode and. I'm going to blow it out like the Michelin man and then just like burst. <laughs> how do you prepare yourself to like, yeah. in, like when you're going to do a death scene, how do you mentally prepare yourself? And mm. do you have any like tips for people who want to possibly die in a film? Yeah, I can see myself <laughs> dying in a film. <laughs> Let's see. Well, first of all, you need, you know, I, I really like them to walk me through exactly what they visually are looking for mm. or mm-hmm. what the gag type things they're going to use like if it's like with you know in Nightmare on Elm Street I'm being ripped apart well and then we've gone and made tons of prosthetics and things like that and or in Sandman where I meet my my maker Um, (laughs) so I find out what's happening like what what it is we're trying to achieve and then I want to figure I as an actor I just get I try to just get so immersed in the moment Mm. before that happens so that it's um, it's richer. Like if, if mm, somebody's mm-hmm. super alive before they fight it, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. more impactful. And and yeah. I, I just try to I try to stay. You know, I you you have the temptation I think to like have when your kids where you're like ah oh, wow wow you make all those noises and you do all that stuff. You know, you can't really you you want to just try to be as real as and let let the moment do the work if that mm. makes any sense okay. and um and um and you know and just you try to just be not that i would know really how to die but you know you just try <laughs> to do it as subtly as possible and and as real as possible and i've done it better sometimes and worse others i've had a couple <laughs> like where i go oh what was i doing <laughs> what was i thinking i was not present but um uh yeah so yeah, that would awesome. be my tip. Like you just need to know what 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 are you what are you guys as a group trying to achieve, sure. um, you know, and 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 you. But that thing of being super alive before and committed, because I think sometimes that people are anticipating that it's about to happen, and if the actor's anticipating it, then the yeah. audience doesn't get as big mm. a yeah. okay. thrill. That makes sense. Awesome. Yeah. Subconsciously, anyway. Right Those are my thoughts. I'll, cool. I would like to chew <laughs> that'll with be a, That'll be a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, PayPal, you've <laughs> get your info after the, uh, the show. <laughs> um, I would like to hit you with a, with a fun question because um, 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 we did cover a couple of your death scenes as well as you, you do die in the, in the Sandman. Mm-hmm. And you, I was just wondering. Bit, she bit the dust. She, oh, my. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Amazing. 
that has to be that has to be that clip's that has to be that clip's death name too <laughs> oh yeah the one I dubbed uh, your Nightmare on Elm Street death scene I called it uh, Tina's bloody dream <laughs> um, ooh ooh <laughs> right okay it's I proper like it. right um yeah, so also, so I wanted to ask you a fun question. So, um, if you if you had the opportunity to choose how to die in one of your in any of your films, or mm. just like a, an imaginary film that you're gonna go for, and you know you're gonna die, and they're like, I want you to choose how you go out. Um, what what do you think it'd be? The sky's the limit, Ooh. really. <laughs> okay, um, you know what? There's, I think something. I mean, I don't know if it would be impactful as a horror film, but I I just think cinematically drowning. I know Ooh. that sounds weird, uh, yeah. but there's something about if the camera's underwater and hair mm, is mm-hmm. billowing and people gasping and climbing, holding onto an arm, trying to pull them. So I just feel, I feel like it's so, in the audience, I just feel like even thinking about it, I want to panic. And I feel like when I watch it on film, I'm so horrified by it and I can't un. I, I don't know how to not identify with that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's a good... Is that a boring answer? To you? No, that's oh. a great answer, <laughs> yeah. Because that, that, that actually... It, it's cool because uh, you answered it with something that actually scares you and it brings out an emotional mm-hmm. response from yeah. you that's so genuine that yeah. you're like, yeah, like that's kind of, that's something I would want to yeah. do even though it frightens me just thinking about mm-hmm. it. Because we all can, we all yeah. like, I noticed we all have that kind of like reaction when you we're said that. Be- right yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, we all, Yeah, we all grew up not knowing how to swim at one point, I'm sure. So we like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like I like to breathe. It's like a re- strange reverse claustrophobia, you know? Like yeah. it's it's weird, but it's with water. <laughs> um, yes. So um so I had another question. Um have you ever it's a it's a little just uh, about the Sandman as well. Have you ever heard of the, the uh, call babies before this movie? Uh of how that's like a pheno- a, a, a special phenomenon that happens? No, I've never heard of it. And when I read the script, I I immediately started looking it up. And it's fascinating just through, you know, different cultures throughout history, what people thought of babies born and call or, you know, partial call or at least things where they're born in the um, they're delivered in the amniotic sac. And some cultures revered them as that they were mystics and sages and other people thought they were witches which was, you know, depending on the culture, maybe not such a great thing. And, um, you know, and I love that they took that idea and the mysticism involved that because they also felt that some children born like that had psychic abilities or mm-hmm. paranormal abilities. And um, I was like, God, how, how have we, how had I, had you ever heard of it? I had never heard of it. No, that's one of the things uh, I discussed on uh, last week where I had mm-hmm. never even heard of yeah. this thing before. I, I love the idea of it and I'm glad it's an actual, it's based off of a, like a real uh, cases in, in, in life. Um, Only on another show, Hemlock Grove had that. Oh, okay. Hemlock oh, Grove. That, okay. I believe that's a Netflix original, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like I like that show, but I missed. Okay, I missed that. All um, right. They just say like one and, of the I forget one of the, which one of the guys they said they were born that way or some one of the characters they talk about it. Okay, so one of those, okay. like it's a side yeah. thing, yeah, but it's not like it's not huge, but it's like a thing that happened <laughs> that I was like what, and then they talk about it. But oh, okay, yeah, it was it was interesting, and they just sort of basically like kind of mention it, and then my characters written books about it Mm -hmm. and I have all these theories about it which I never you know 
it doesn't really get explored that much because it's not the main point of the story. But I, I always I thought that was a really fascinating little B storyline mm-hmm. for the for the movie. And um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. That was yeah, that was cool. I actually have another question for you, Amanda. Um, you kind of mentioned this earlier okay. in the interview about amazing roles for women, and we kind of discussed this last week about how horror the horror genre is kind of very like. Uh, women oriented you know this is a this is a genre that women can really um, shine in and I was wondering what do you think that what what do you think it is that it's extra special that a woman can bring to the genre that a man can't really bring what a great question well Mm -hmm. I think there's a couple things and and I I don't think it originally started out really being you know pro for women in that sense but I, I feel like because women tend to be um, more preyed upon in our society than men mm. um, in, in many ways. And I think that, you know, so for the horror genre, it, you know, as a rule, it was like either a man or a creature stalking, you know, okay. um, more uh, stalking women. So I think that from that, which was kind of, you know, back in the day, the original Scream Queens, because it really was just vulnerable women being, you know, slaughtered by the left and screaming. And then it sort of turned into more, I I believe anyway, these are my theories about it, like where writers started writing more um, actual characters and stories that became horrific tales, which is, I believe is more modern day horror where there, there's, you know, like these stories where you you can meet a woman that has all the characteristics like where a man in a movie can have many different characteristics he can be a dad and a jerk and Mm -hmm. you know a high-powered guy and and a drunk or all these things and oftentimes women are written as like she's the virgin or she's the Mm -hmm. the mean girl or Or but i'm finding (laughs) that that more stories are being written where women are written more completely as well. Because women have bad days, but they can still be a good person. And, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like women aren't as victimized in horror films, um, which I think is what makes the roles better. Because I think in a lot of slasher films, there's a, a survivor girl, but she's really just the least victimy of the victims. If you know what I'm, I mean by that, yeah. like she's mm-hmm. just survived the guy that was, but he, she was still his prey. And I think that now that stories are getting more balanced with women yeah. and they tend to, I mean, I think, you know, there's a lot of mythological reasons why women can, can carry horror films. It's like the mother energy and the, you know, that I think instinctively we want to protect women. We want to protect women and children. So a vulnerable woman in a scary movie, it really engages the audience. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's, story reasons for it but the outcome is that i find especially guys in like the last 10 years are some amazing roles for women and i'm not even talking for young women like women my age that are being written in these movies is really phenomenal and um i don't know i i so those, anyway, those are my thoughts about oh, the horror awesome. genre. What do you guys think? Oh, no, totally agree. I think it's fantastic. Uh, we talked about it better, uh, last week. I was like, you guys have had such good questions today. I'm like, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you definitely uh, nailed it, and it is something with you expect, or you expect the woman to be the victim, and so then we're all, it's the fun surprise when she's not and fights back, yeah. and then that kind of is the final girl mm-hmm. um, yeah. icon. And, or, yeah, you at least expect her to do anything impressive. So then you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. 
and then it's maybe a fun surprise over that's maybe subconscious what we want. We want the women to be stronger characters within that world and be able to fight back. Right. I think so. I think I do. I think so. And I, I think that, um, yeah, I agree with you. I do. I think that, I mean, I, I think especially women, we want that, you know, and I think guys do too, for the most part. It, and so it, cause in a weird way, it creates more, it creates a balance that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that everybody isn't, that all women aren't victims and all men aren't predators. And, but that's why I think it's, especially this, there's a, a lot of young filmmakers in the horror genre really creating these balanced pieces that um, where they're using more of like a family dynamic or a couple dynamic mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know. You know, I just, I'm really, I'm really having fun reading scripts that are coming my way to, to see the new interesting ways people are, are doing them. I'm a, I, in the end of the year, I'm doing a horror western, nice. but it's like a home, but it's like a home invasion horror oh. western, and it's amazing. And the the female, there's a couple female parts, and I play them, the madam of the the home that's being invaded, uh-huh. and it's um, the madam. They mm-hmm. know what kind of home it is, mm-hmm. but it's um, it's 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 interesting because the women are in it are all very powerful even though they fall prey to this thing. And it, it, it's just really written in this really interesting way. Like the women aren't like squealing, like, ah, oh, no, I don't. They're right. like, can do, but you know, they're just overpowered. And I find that to be like, I'm just finding more roles like that, you know, where it's, it's still the same. You still get the same like lizard brain cell memory, horror, flight or flight thing, mm-hmm. but it's told in a really balanced way. I think anyway, but I find really, I feel like that's, you know, a more modern way. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Can you give us a title (laughs) for that one yet? Or Um, it's called contention. Contention. Okay. We'll have to watch out for that one. Yeah. 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 And, um, um, it's a, a young filmmaker, Justin Lee, who did filmed a movie last year that I, um, I have a part in as well called, uh, it's called Big Legend. It's a, it's like a creature feature Bigfoot mm. movie. Ooh, nice. And um, cool. he's super talented, a guy to keep a, keep mm-hmm. your eye on. But um, but anyway, I, but so what do you guys think about women in horror film? I know what you think. You you, you said that really <laughs> oh, eloquently, by the way. Us guys. Um, no, I personally, I... Um, I think I think it is has to do with how um, I guess in society we're kind of uh, embedded with uh, that. Um, and well, yeah, that, uh, I hate to say it this way, but that women are weaker, and that way they're, it's easier to prey on them, and it's easier to, in a sense, take advantage over them, and that um, I think it adds to the overall scare factor and the overall like horror uh, feel for it because of the fact that we're embedded with this and it's like oh man she's going after him or i mean he's going after him I'm, no he's going after her my bad <laughs> he's going after her like oh man this is not gonna end well because we're kind of like well what can we're kind of like well not i want to say all of us but like there is some yeah, yeah. we're conditioned yeah. we're like what, what is she gonna do what can she yeah. do and then that's when you see these yeah. like strong female characters that, are, that come out to be very strong and resourceful that they go through traumatic experiences but they're able to flip it around like okay this happened Mm -hmm. but i need to survive and i need to do this and then i think that's what um the final girls represent in like films where they go through so much um horrifying sequences but at the end they're still able to come up with a strong 
and even stronger than they were before at the start of the film. Yeah. Um, if that all made sense. It just... Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. No, it totally <laughs> made sense. It totally made sense. And I think that, I mean, gosh, look what's happening in Hollywood right now. With, I mean, over the last even couple of weeks with, um, mm-hmm. you know, things coming out of like, I, I think that we've all been conditioned about um, certain ways women are treated and things like that. And I just think, I think, you know, like your generation is really having to like, oh, wait, how do we restructure this or, mm-hmm. or, or how do we go forward, you know, maybe with some new ideas or whatever, which I think you're doing, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much, Amanda, for uh, joining yeah. us. Yeah, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Thank you guys for wanting to <laughs> chat. It was my pleasure. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You'll <laughs> have to come in if you're ever in the L.A. area on a yeah. Tuesday. Please, yeah, that'd we'd be love great to have, have you. you. <gasps> uh, maybe for oh, one of your... Oh, my gosh. I want to do that. Of course, yes. I live in L.A. I'll, I'll oh, yeah. Um, here. I would love that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah, we could uh, we could just go more in depth into your work and stuff, or or if there's any uh, recent releases are coming yeah, exactly. out. Yeah, exactly. To promote uh, any of yeah. the upcoming films you have. Oh for yeah, sure. go yeah, go ahead and promote anything that you're gonna be, that's that you're working on, or um, anything that's gonna be released soon. If you want to um, plug well, that I'm, in, I'm working on uh, right now, really quick. Um, uh, uh, oh my gosh! Uh, I have <laughs> the, like, orchard. the Orchard. The okay. Orchard. Uh, and also and triggered. I did a horror comedy called Triggered. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Right on. And okay. then, um, so keep an eye out for those, but they they won't be out for a while. Big Legend will be coming out next year, okay. and then Contention after that. So after we shoot it, we have right. Sounds like twenty eighteen. Nice sounds like a out, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a good year for you next year, huh? <laughs> I know. I hope so. I mean, guys, fingers crossed. Who knows? I'm you know, sure. I'm I've, sure. I've, I'm 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 optimistic, but also like you know Realist. what? Sometimes life happens, <laughs> yeah. and you go, oh, that didn't turn out the way I wanted." But um, but I definitely want to come in and, and see your faces, and you have my phone number, so yeah, you, I and do. Well, where can, can just let me know? Where can normal fans follow you like online? On social media. Um, I'm on Twitter, um, underscore Amanda Wiss. I'm on Instagram. Um, I think it's just Amanda Wiss. And then I have a Facebook fan page that you don't have to have a friend request for or anything. Just Amanda Wiss. Okay. Um, and I, I'm not Snapchat. I tried it. It's just, I just can't do it. It's, I don't I'm like too, it either. I, I'm, yeah. too ma- I'm too mature for it. I'm like, I can't oh, no. handle this on yeah. social media. <laughs> it's all right. You got the bases covered. Yeah. Less is more. Anyways. Yeah, I got the bases. <laughs> All right, yeah. So well, once again, I look oh. forward to chatting with you guys again and gal. Guys yes, and gal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Likewise. All right. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you so All much. Right, really bye. appreciate it. Bye, man. Bye. Bye, bye. Okay. So that was amazing. That was great. <laughs> so fun to talk to her. <laughs> that was cool. amazing. Um, I, I just, oh, we got to wrap. But yeah. Real Pl- quick. Plug that with your yeah, sign out. Just real quick. So, yeah. yeah okay, perfect. So you can find me everywhere. Uh, you can find me everywhere at uh, Anthony Becerra and at Tony B. Dead. T O N Y B D E D. First time spelling that, it feels good. Um, so with that, I went and goes. I went to go see the man, the myth, the legend, John Carpenter, and I got him to sign Yay! these two items. Yeah, he's my favorite. He did the Amazing. thing. I was so happy and giddy. I saw him at <laughs> Golden Golden Apple Comics, and I got nice. the whole uh, authors oh and nice. authors and also oh, uh, the awesome. the um, that's beautiful artist to sign um, his new comic that came out. It's a uh, Tales for Halloween Volume Three, John Carpenter's, and uh, he signed it along with Tim Bradstreet and his mm-hmm. wife. 
Um, and everyone who's there, there's a, there was a couple of them. Apparently, he does a signing every year, so this was the oh, fifth, okay. year, fifth year he did this. So um, next time you come around, comes around, I'm coming for you, John Conferter, <laughs> and I'm gonna get your your signature on a big thing poster that I will buy in the future. Awesome. So that's for me, Carrie. Take it away. And I was gonna say, also on our horror movie news, we'll tweet a photo that you took with him too. Yeah, so you're you gonna see me cheesing like crazy. But, yes, yeah. no, it's great. With some uh, tears. Yeah. With some, some tears. <laughs> <laughs> Happy tears, yes. Uh, you all can find me online at Carrie D. Lane, that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And again, um, go check out Espionage Cosmetics. Like, they have these zombie nail wraps. They're so fun, especially Walking Dead that came out. And so what we're giving away this week, um, we did get a winner for the Tokyo Ghoul. I'll be reaching out to them on YouTube. Um, so this week we're giving away Clive Barker nail wraps. They are so awesome. It's like pages from the book and skin put together. And like, listen to this tagline. Your manicure will be legendary, even in hell. Oh, <laughs> so for that one, um, why don't you list below? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, list below which one of the Hellraiser movies is your favorite? Because there are quite a few, and I think I've seen almost all of them. And or if you know, or favorite moment, favorite moment from one of the Hellraisers, or favorite Hellraiser film, comment down below, and then you could be our lucky winner to get these nail wraps. Or I'm stealing them again. No. (laughs) Guys, you can find me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And if you like cosplays, because Halloween's coming up, follow my cosplay page at Ollie uh, Cosplays. I don't know. I might go to LA Comic Con too. Maybe. Are you guys going? Not as of yet. No. No, I'm not. Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to go alone. So hey, hit me up if you guys are going. (laughs) All right. So that has been Horror Movie News number four. Thank you all for joining us. We'll catch you next week right here, on same Halloween. time, on Halloween. <laughs> producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.